All right, thanks for getting into it. We'll uh, let's talk about the beginning picks. And you did, I do believe you said earlier that the top seven picks are all going to be Hall of Famers. So, well, all right, we will <laughs> backtrack on that. Let's backtrack on that. I said they got that potential. Around. Like, let's I think see, this draft on. is loaded. Hold yeah, bring on. it there. Yeah, let's see the text. I don't hold think I'd on. say that. I don't think I'd go on record saying they're all Hall of Famers. Hold on, hold on. Let me, I may have misspoke. I know I said something Hall of Fame like, but I may have misspoke. Um, the first seven picks are locked. Hall of Fame, locked you in said, Hall of Famers. I said, uh, I said about the Sixers only having two picks for the first time. It feels like a decade. You know, like it's a shame they don't pick this draft. It's incredible. My predicted top seven are all going to be All Stars, Hall of Famers, even. Hall of Famers, even. I think All Stars the floor. I set the floor at All Star. And I think oh, oh, good. I'm sorry. Hall of Fame. Floor is All Star. I apologize. Yeah, and that's how high I am on these players. And how is uh, how is you being high on players in the past worked out? Uh, pretty well. I'd say I'm shooting 75 percent from the field. There's a couple stinkers along the way. That happens. It does happen. Uh, you were high on Matisse Thybulle and Maxi, both of which I would say you're correct with. Mm-hmm. Um, who are you really high on that stunk? Just generally? Yeah. Um, let's see, in recent years. Uh, were you high on Marvin Bagley? Yes. But yeah, I, I I, I, I'm that still on his bummer. train. I'm still on his train. Oh, good, I just think good. he's a change yep. of scenery. Sacramento stinks. <laughs> but, like, uh, shoot, who's who's terrible? Who's awful? Um. Who's the Texas Tech guard? I can't remember his name right now. Zaire Smith. Oh, Zaire, Smith. Zaire, Zaire, I was actually high on. I was you were one. you were high on him. You were thrilled when we traded him for McHale. Well, I wasn't uh, thrilled. I wasn't, glad, I wasn't glad we traded for him. I was just saying, like, he's going to be a nice pick, and I, you know, peanut allergy and whatever. Losing. <laughs> yeah, we're feeding 50 him pounds, or shrimp, or we're feeding him shellfish or something. Yeah, you know, he just he was done before he could even start. Where is he now? We traded him where? He's on the OKC Development League, I think. Or maybe even out of the league, but... He might be, yeah. He might be. He was, he was where, a part of the Danny Green was he... trade. Was he? Yeah, he was, he was yeah. like So throwing. was Al Horford and... It was, was like Al Horford, getting... Zaire Smith in like a second, and like probably like, I don't know, some other random thing. Yeah. When did we, we trade away Terrence Ferguson? Not Terrence Fury. Did Terrence Ferguson? We did have him. No. He's on the Memphis hustle. Um, Tony Bradley. When did we trade away Tony Bradley? Mm-hmm. Who was that for? We, he was for the um, the George Hill trade. Oh, yeah. That one went well. Yeah. Tony Bradley's a goat. It's very confusing. I, I mean, their name's the Memphis hustle, and it's because they're you know, associated with the Memphis Grizzly, Grizzlies, but they're located in South Haven, Mississippi. You can't be called the Memphis Hustle located in Mississippi. It's a new one. How close is that to Memphis? We talking across, across the river? Oh, we are not even. Oh, yeah. Where in Mississippi is it? South Haven. It's like five miles from Memphis. Oh, really? Yeah, we're very close. Directly across the border. Yeah. You're not going to call them South Haven because they're. Where's that? You know? Oh, it could have been the Horn Lake hustle. That would have been sweet. Mm-hmm. Hog. 
That would have been pretty sweet. Um, but uh, the right. well, I guess Texas Tech player I was thinking of was uh, Jarrett Culver. He's a, he got taken like sixth overall. He's a bozo. Minnesota, right? Yeah. Um, and there's players I guess I like that. In start, I guess I should just do the intro. I'm probably going to keep some of this stuff in. Mm. Um, just because I'm not going to feel like editing it. Ooh, I don't know that guy is either. Um, hello, hi, how are you? Welcome to another call before the score. I am your host, Matt Edwards, along with my co-host, Brian Highland. Brian, how are you? How's it going? How's it hanging? How do you, Matt? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Um, and on this episode, our NBA draft episode, uh, when the NBA draft first round's already halfway over, if you're just starting this, but you know, classic us. Um, I guess I'll I'll call him our NBA draft expert because. Well, we don't have one, and he's going to serve that purpose. Um, also, my cousin and a notorious chucker, Henry Machette. How are you? Nice to see you. Welcome aboard. Thanks for having me, guys. Great honor to be here. Uh, honor to have you. Um, so let's talk a little bit before we talk about – let's talk a little bit about these early lottery picks, what we're thinking, how we're feeling. Um, the first three you, you had in your mock draft were spot on. So – Good for you on that one. Um, although that's not that impressive because I feel like everybody had those picks. Yeah. Um, I'll start it simple. Which of those three players is going to be the best? Kate Cunningham, Jalen Green, or Mobley? See, that's a tough one because I think, you know, the three of these guys are all incredible in their own right. I mean, Cade Cunningham. Hall of Famers even? Yeah, they got that potential, especially these three. I mean, Cade Cunningham, I think, is, you know, what Ben Simmons was supposed to be. Like that point guard who can get his own shot, create for others, you know, rebound, defend. Might not be as good as a defender as Ben, but he's still a damn good one. And then you go with Jalen Green. Jalen Green's just, you know, explosive guard that, you know, scores on all three levels. He will get his shot. Jalen Green get. also in a phenomenal suit this evening. Oh, yeah. Dude's got confidence. Out of the Dude knows how to dress. Dude's got the locks. Dude, so is it going to be body. him and Christian Wood? Is that kind of there? Yeah, and Kevin Porter Jr. Foundation. too. It'll be a nice, nice young core they're building down in Houston. Yeah, they're going to stink for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, what about Evan Mobley? He's he's Mobley. The I think I like the most. Yeah, Mobley. I like I, the I, most. Going going to Cleveland stinks because Cleveland stinks. Yeah, but but this dude, uh, guess... this dude. Reminds me of Anthony Davis. Maybe not as good as a shot blocker, but still prime shot blocker. He's longer than Anthony Davis. Probably got a little bit of shot than Anthony Davis at this point. He's going to be a problem. These three are going to wreak havoc in five years. Well, I, saw, I saw someone on Twitter um, for Mobley, which I thought was a very funny comparison. It was like an anonymous scout saying he has the offense of Chris Bosh and the defense of Anthony Davis. And um, I mean, while I do think he's going to be incredible, you know, my initial reaction was, well, if that was true, he'd be the best prospect ever. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. mean, and that just goes to show how good Green and Cunningham are too. Yeah, seriously. They, yeah. A guy like that is going three. Yeah. And these other guys are – you know, like Cunningham was the consensus number one pick, and like Obley played incredible at USC. And um, 
argument. And even then, like, it was still just like, no, Cunningham is the top consensus pick. Right. And, you know, we could see in a couple of years, like maybe they were, you know, wrong because you could see in like the 2018 draft, you know, no one's arguing that Aiton and uh, uh, Bagley are better than Luca. Or go uh, the year before that, 2017. No one's going to argue that, uh, who is it, Fultz and Lonzo are better than Jason Tatum. Yeah, exactly. So the so, third yeah, pick the, maybe is the, the – uh, number three pick has been pick pretty successful. One. I mean, Embiid was, was the third, third pick. pick. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Julio Okafor was the third pick. Michael <laughs> <laughs> Jordan was the third pick. Yeah. People forget. Yeah, something about that third I mean, pick. The Rockets don't get shit for taking Elijah one. Like, he ended up being a Hall of Famer as well. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's they tough took to... him. They took him first. Jordan was third. I mean, I know. It's it's similar to with like what's going on with right now with Aiton um, in the playoffs. Like, you know, when the Suns were in the finals, everyone was like, oh, you know, it's kind of tough to give the Suns ship because they're in the finals. Aiton's playing incredible. And it's like, yeah, Luca might end up being the much better player and he probably will. But it's like, is it the wrong pick if Aiton, you know, wins a ring and, you know, turns into an all NBA player and a hall of famer. I don't know. I mean, you're still picking one of the top 15 players ever in Elijah one. I know it's not the best player ever, but it's kind of tough to be like second best. But man, yeah, I don't know right. what they were thinking. No. Also, yeah. it's well, like I, seven, seven footer, like crazy. You didn't get athletic. help that he played at Houston and then Houston took him. That probably had something to do with it. I, I think also you look at the, the time and it's like, it was the era was dominated by centers. Like you That's needed cool. that like dominant center. Like it wasn't really like, ooh, we need the shooting guard. Like we need the off ball player. It was like, okay, get us get us a big man, and we're gonna play through the post. That's true. That yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't think of the era. Who was? So maybe third pick. That's what we're going with Mobley. That's our that's two out of three. What about mm-hmm. the rest of them? Who's say four through ten that you think could be really good? And then who's maybe four through ten that you think people are high on that's just gonna fucking stink? Well, I mean, starting at four, Scotty Barnes, he's got the LeBron James archetype. Not nearly as athletic. I won't call him LeBron James, like, but he's got that same build. I don't think you just called him LeBron James. I said that or I said archetype. Hey, relax, all right? Because like, you know he can, word. he can score, he gets everyone involved, he rebounds, you know, he's six nine, he's long, you know, and his shooting, it's really not, it's not there yet, like like LeBron's was early in his career. But he'll, you know, he'll have time to work on that in Toronto because they're great at player development. So he might be a problem in the future, too, because you know, maybe see Occam's on the move now because they play the same position. So that should be interesting. Is Siakam disgruntled with Toronto front office, yeah. or did Kendrick Perkins just make that up tonight? I I'm not really sure, but you know, I wouldn't be thrilled if you know you drafted someone at my position. And I'm supposed to be like the star of the team, right? So maybe that maybe not everything's all right up in Toronto. They had a good run, and then Kawhi left, and who knows? Kawhi leaves and places fall apart. Yeah, you never know. Who the uh, hell's uh? What's that? Josh Giddy. He mm-hmm. was a sixth pick. Never even heard of him. 
I feel like I'd normally have an idea of who at least the top 10 picks are. I've heard of them. This guy never even heard his name before. Why haven't I heard about him? And will he stick? So he's an Aussie and, you know, he's an 18 year old white guy, but I like his game. So he's going to stink. All right. Good to know. No, okay. No. Well, Does he play a similar game to um, Lamelo? I'd say more to Rubio. Okay. You know, because he get he gets everyone. He is like he has really nice passes. Like watching his tape, he really can dish it. Like Steve Nash, Rubio, people like that. And he rebounds well too because he is a really large guard. But he does have that set shot like Rubio does, where you just kind of like kind of cringe when he shoots it. You're like, oh. But his isn't as broken as uh, Rubio's was, so he'll probably be, you know, at, at the worst, an NBA starter. Who knows? Oh, good. At the worst, he'll be a starter. I love how positive you are towards players in NBA drafts, but just horribly pessimistic for all other sports situations. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Like you've been ready. You've been ready for the Phillies to be sold out of Philadelphia for like ten years now. Oh my god! Well, it's been it's gonna be ten years that they're not gonna make the playoffs because you know they're trending nowhere fast. We're players. We're buyers at the, at the deadline. What do you mean? Five hundred. They yeah, can't get past five hundred. We're not below five hundred. We're not above it either. Could be worse. Could be worse. Ugh. Um. Brian, what's your thought? How are any of these players going to be good? Um, I mean, I like, like I said, I like Mobley. Um, I think I don't know. I'm not as high on Kate Cunningham as I think everyone else is. I think he might have, you know, a little bit of a time adjusting coming into the NBA, but He's I guess also Detroit, who stinks. It's it's also tough. I mean, you look at like, I mean, I mean, I don't know much about um, Jonathan Kuminga, the seventh pick to Golden State, but it's like he's going into a situation playing with Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond, James Wiseman, Wiggs. like Andrew Wiggins. He, he's go, he's going into a situation where he's going to have a chance to succeed, and then you look at a guy like Kate Cunningham, Evan Mobley. Where it's like, okay, they're going into Cleveland, Detroit, teams that just don't have talent bad. around them. Like, they're just bad teams. Like, you know, you see Golden State, you see Toronto picking in the top seven picks, and it's like those are two perennial playoff teams. So guys like that, I think, you know, will have a better chance to be successful because they're not going to come in and immediately – be relied on to be, you know, the team's number one option. I just think that's tough. I mean, you don't, you really don't see too much where the like guys are able to do that and be immediately successful. It's more rare than not that they are, but I think in the long run, they'll be successful. I do like Davion Mitchell just because I wish he was on the uh, jazz because then they would have Davion and Devin Mitchell. And I think that'd be funny. Donovan, yeah. I I like Mitchell. I don't like that he went to the Kings. Um, just to kind of, as Henry said before, like, the four best players in the Kings are all guards. We thought Buddy Hill was traded today. He wasn't. 
Lakers got Russell Westbrook instead for the same package. It seems like so. I don't understand how that works. But yeah, it's it's so they've got Darren Fox. They have Darren Fox, Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, and now Davion Mitchell are they're like four of their picks. So like, huh? Like that? Who? Why? Yeah. It's infuriating watching franchises like that because they have the second longest playoff drought in sports. And it's infuriating watching them just like, you know, pick like this. Like, I love, I love Davion Mitchell. I think he's going to be a great player. I'm super high on him. But you, you have your four best players are guards. Like you said, it's just like, what do you, you they can't all be on the court at the same time. You're going to get bodied. It's just, it's infuriating. I, I wish them the best, but it's just, I don't know what they're going to do there. I really don't. Uh, the longest drought is the Seattle Mariners. It's 19 years. Mm-hmm. I think a thing that a lot of NBA teams struggle with is that they think that, you know, they need to draft best player rather than like drafting a position of need. It's something that the Sixers did like throughout the process when they just drafted like 15 straight centers, like year after year. And it's like, yeah, I mean, down the line, it might work out, but also, you know, you might end up getting rid of multiple of these guards that you've been drafting over the past few years for, you know, nothing, basically. And I think the Kings are going to be in a situation like that where it's like, yeah, they have good players, but they just don't make a good team. And they're going to have to end up probably getting rid of some of these guards for, you know, much less than they're actually worth. Right, like in the NFL, like you can draft best available because you you need there's enough players on the guys. roster, and that's like there's a right. lot more. You know, you, you can change yeah, a guy. You, guys, you got eleven play. right on, on offense and defense. You got eleven guys just on your side of the ball. In basketball, there's only ten players on the court. Period. So like, you got to draft for what you need, not the best player who's there most of the time. Right. I mean, obviously, you're not going to reach for a guy if you don't have to. Yeah. But especially like with the Kings, like I feel like the Kings are always picking in that like, you know, seven to 14 range. And it's like, I mean, are they really just like, I get that, you know, Mitchell was probably the best player available there, but is he that much better than, you know, another guy that fits a position of need? I would venture to say no. And it's a reason why the Kings are just, you know, going to continue to be the Kings. Sad. Yeah, that that sad. yeah that like eight to like it's fourteen sad. range, that eight to fourteen range is tough to get out of. It feels like there's no big free agents want to come to you, so you can't get better that quickly. You're not getting the top draft picks, so like you're kind of stuck with getting like B and C guys both in the draft and in free agency. You got to kind of go on a run and like get lucky that you find somebody, or you got to like stink on purpose and hope that you end up drafting the right guy. Yeah, I mean, you need to, like, hope that you, like, you know, hit that lottery ticket or it's like you either hit the lottery ticket with the player or hit the lottery ticket with the lottery. <laughs> that's really the only way the to lottery, get The out. lottery lottery ticket, I got you. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way to get out of that that range. Otherwise, it's just like yeah. you just see these teams Stop. just, like, peddling in med- mediocrity for eternity, what it seems like eternity. Yeah, look at, like, yeah, look at, like, Memphis, right? Like, they were in that kind of that middle range, and they finally really stunk. They got lucky. They got took John Morant, and things. Well, first are... they took J- 
versus Duke Jackson Jr. Yeah, and it's a, like things are. They finally got out of that like yeah. nine ten range, and they finally got. I mean, they lost and got to the better picks, and then they're taking off. But um, so going back to this draft, year, we're pick what is it sixteen? Those things are trade from Oklahoma City to Houston. Yeah, I was um, just looking up the the details of that trade. I think I saw Rockets gave up future first round picks. Is it big? By Wizards and Pistons to get sixteen. Oh, must be someone they like. So they, so Oklahoma City got another pick. <laughs> As if they need more. Yeah, they got they got two more picks, two more future firsts. I love is that, that uh is that big is that big foreign guy still available? He is my steal of the draft, Alperin Shangun. He's still Where out is there. Where's he from? Who is he? Let's get this so, on the record. This is your favorite guy in this draft. Yes, yes. This is or this your favorite is under guy. the radar. Is your favorite under the radar guy? Is your favorite guy? Oh well, it's the favorite under the radar guy. I thought I think he's okay. getting discounted just because he's European. Honestly, okay. I feel like that happens, and he just got taken. Beautiful, beautiful, and he can work in his the, According to the uh, the analytics, he's supposed to be the best player in this draft. Yes, yes, he's absolutely. Like analytically friendly, whatever you get, you get it. Is he? You said he's a big man. I'm assuming he's just like a a stretch just seven footer from Turkey who can defend defend the rim. You would think. Is he Chris? Is he Chris Stapps? No, he he his shooting isn't there. He only shot, I think, nineteen percent from three. But the reason I like this dude so much is because he's got so – like, if you're watching the screen right now, he's got great footwork. He is unbelievable. He reminds me like Tim Duncan in that that aspect. He looks like a buffoon. And he's got got absolutely no fear when he attacks the rim. He looks like Russell Westbrook just going up there and trying to jam it on everybody. He has no fear. He's not afraid to take the big shot. He's only 18 years old. He won the Turkish League MVP at 18 years old, which is the second best Euro League behind, you know, the Spanish one, which, you know, Luca won MVP at age 18. And so I think there's a lot of potential to be unlocked here. I think he is going to be a stud. So you think, so you think he's going to be the next Tim Duncan? No, he's going to be his own player, but he's got that type of footwork, you know? Like Tim Duncan, so you know, he's not the, the flashy. Who in the current day NBA would you say his game most resembles? Mm. It's tough because I feel like no one's really on the blocks anymore, you know. I mean, it would have to be Embiid. You said footwork and yeah, passing. Are you thinking like like Jokic maybe? Or not quite that athletic? He's not going to be bringing the ball up. Like if like if you could combine. Like Jokic Russell, with Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Russell Westbrook, yeah. Like Russell Westbrook attacking the rim with like Embiid's footwork. In an 18-year-old body and frame, I think that's kind of what he is because he can't really shoot right now. But his jump shot isn't broken. It doesn't look terrible. Westbrook can't shoot either, so. Well, Westbrook, Westbrook's jump shot's a little, uh Westbrook. I'd say Embiid's jump yeah, that shot Lakers, is more important. That Lakers thing is going to be weird, right? Like how. Oh, yeah. How's totally. that going to work? Who's. Who's I mean, like, can't play with that can, you, ball? Can, you, can you fit five players simultaneously inside the lane at one time? Right. I don't know, but I think the Lakers are going to try it. Exactly. I mean, like they, they, the other two guys literally have to be like both like Joe Harris, right? Oh, just stand on the wings and just shoot it. 
Redick, like somebody like that. Just just stand out there. Don't do anything. Just stand at the wing and then the corners. Where's Kyle Korver? <laughs> he said he'd be open to play. Get him Robert Covington. Send him down there. I'll bring him to Philly. Ah, big shot Bob has had his run. Bring him with Dame. Bring him with Dame. Send Benny out there. That's I just want Damian Lillard. I want him so bad. But I know we're gonna have to give up to get him. And I'm not ready to come to terms with that yet. We're gonna have to give up Maxi Amatisse. And that's gonna be a bummer. Because I bought their jerseys. Maybe they'll wear the same number as Lillard. Maybe Lillard will change up his number when he comes to Philly. He'll let Maxi keep zero and honor it. Uh, There's no chance we get Lillard, is there? It's slim. I mean, the Sixers asking price is so high. It's so high. I mean, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Aramore reached, reached out to the Golden State Warriors and said for Ben Simmons, you give us uh, James Wiseman, Andrew Wiggins, pick seven, pick 14, and two future firsts. Yeah, uh, and I that's mean, just absurd. you got to you know? respect it. Shoot for the stars, land on the moon, or however the saying goes, you know. Shoot they're set, the they're moon, putting the ceiling up Land amongst the stars, something. Yeah, what, whatever it, whatever the precedent is. to what they want. I think they I think they just throw it out there and just the teams are like, yeah, all right, whatever, we'll do that. Yeah, just I, to think, like, I think they set the floor with Brogdon, like turning away the Brogdon in the first round pick, like that's the floor. But there's – and they're putting the ceiling out there too, like, you know, two impact players and four picks. So you'll probably – I don't hate Ben being back. I do. I, he's run his course. I don't. I could nope, talk – I think this one. is the year – I think this is the year it changes. I think – Yeah, I've been saying that the year, last – you know what the what's the what's the saying? You know the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we're doing if we bring back Ben Simmons. Yes, I completely like, agree. It's like it's run its course. It's very clear that like th- this was the year. Like if they would have even made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, everyone would have been sold on bringing back Ben. Yeah. If they showed any sort of improvement, but it was the exact same song and dance in the playoffs that we've seen since Ben has been in Philadelphia. And it's like, they cannot bring him back. They just can't. They, I mean, for as good of a player as he is, and I think he's incredible, he's an all-NBA talent, and I think he'll do great for another team, but he just cannot come back he is broken in philadelphia the fit is broken like this was our chance they blew it they lost to the freaking hawks in seven I, if he had just made if I hear he had what you're way up, who would have known yeah i hear what you're saying um i still don't think this was our best chance i still think 2019 was our best chance um when we had Ben and then JJ and then we had Jimmy Butler and Tobias and then Embiid, I still think that was our chance. Fucking we we were the one. Kawhi we just were... had to make the most improbable shot. Okay, yeah, but, but we... that was a better that was a better team. That was a better team. I don't know if it was a better team. Like this team just worked this year. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's tough to say that that was a better team when this was the, the one seed. They had home court advantage. They were going up against a team who was missing key pieces on their, like, throughout their roster, and they just could not get it done. Like, it was a – everyone was penciling them in for minimum Eastern Conference Finals, and they could not get past the Hawks. And the fact that they had a two – what was it? A two-one series lead and yeah. were up 25, and they lost that game, lost two straight, like – At home. Yeah, I mean, it's like, yeah, and I know, I know, not all of that is Ben, but you know, Ben's. I think part of it is Ben's the scapegoat because you know he's has the biggest glaring weakness to his game, and the thing that hasn't changed over the past you know three years, and so I think he's being used as a scapegoat. But you know, you need a scapegoat, so I agree with so, that. Yeah. Um, all right, so this going back to the draft because we're kind of bouncing in and out of it. Uh, Trey Murphy out of Virginia was was the seventeenth pick. He's six nine and a quarter, but he's a guard. Yeah, how the hell does so, that work? So he he's an interesting player. He was a transfer from a mid major. I can't remember off the top of my head, but he played at Virginia this past year, and he shot pretty well from three. I think he shot like forty five percent on like four attempts per game. Yeah. I would say that's pretty well. Yeah, but like, you know, he's still really raw as a complete player. Like, I think he's got good upside, but he's going to really have to work to stay in this league. But I think, you know, he could be a nice, really nice player. Maybe even a Mikhail Bridges type player based on his length and his size. That's his ceiling. How tall is Mikhail? It's like 6'7", right? Like 6'7", but he's got long arms. Yeah. So Trey Trey's more along more along those lines, but you know he's gonna have to work because he's very raw. There's there's a lot of players in this draft that are really not NBA ready, but you know they enter the draft anyway because you know money, and they think they yeah, can as as one does. Like there's been a couple taken, like uh, Zaire Williams going to Memphis. I don't think he's ready at at all. Like, not not even a little bit. I think he'll be flipping burgers within three years. Uh, yep. Primo with the Spurs. I mean, the Spurs are just going to work. Keith, on Pre- Keith Primo, yeah, yeah. But I mean, if he's good, if you are not, if you're not ready yet, though, Pop's the one you want to go to. Feels like Pop yeah. or Nick Nurse, kind of where you want to end up. Right, and that's you know, and that's why they took him because they see clearly they see something in him that I didn't. You know, to take him at twelve. So that's that's interesting. And then uh, Moses Moody, I think, is probably the best of all the. Uh, unready NBA players, but he's going to have his See, work cut out. Where'd he go? Arkansas. He was their lead man this year. I think guard, right? Yeah, guard. Yeah. But it really showed that he really showed his true colors in the tournament because he disappeared at points, then he'd come back, then he'd disappear again. Like Colgate was making him look weak, and it was, it was, it wasn't good. But Maybe I think losing to the toothpaste school. Yeah. Yeah. So, He's, he's going to have some work cut out for him. A lot of these players do. I mean, everyone does, but some are more equipped more than others. All right. Better insight than I would have had. Brian, you've been watching the Olympics? Um, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. What have you been watching? Um, I don't know. Whatever, whatever's on when I 
<laughs> when I sit down to watch it, <laughs> I, I haven't been like like made a point to like watch specific things. Was I watching? I was watching. I watched the um, U.S. Women's Softball Final against Japan. Of course. Um, I watched some rugby, some U.S. Oh. Sevens rugby. That was fun. Um, I watched. I don't even remember what else I watched. I just turn it on whenever I'm just get a free moment, pop it on. Uh, yeah, we got the uh, the Olympic golf going on right now. Yeah, have you been watching? Uh, no, I've been terrible about it. I kind of forget that it's on a lot. I hate to like. I feel like I already know. Like I get like notifications on my phone at like nine in the morning. Are giving me the results of what's happened. I'm like, I yeah. I mean, I can't it's... watch it now. It's 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 tough. I mean, they they've they've done such a bad job of marketing it and like getting people to watch and like having it basically like be like easy. Like, okay, this is when this big event is going on. It's like, I mean, honestly, like there's this guy. I mean, I've just been following uh, this Twitter account, Jeff D. Lowe from Barstool Sports. Like, uh-huh. he just tweets out like a schedule of everything that goes on on the day. And if there's like an event that I want to watch, I'll like tune in then. But like other than that, I would have no idea when each event is going on. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I'm kind of like I flipped through. Yeah, like, it's like, something good. I mean, you can like turn watching, it on uh, obviously at like random times. Fencing but it's like, on Saturday, it was fucking awesome. You know, fencing, you're not supposed to hit him in the face. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, you're supposed to like, hit him in the chest. Huh. Hitting him in the face means you're like you're losing a point or something. Stupid. You just want to drive the sword the face. through their eye. Yeah. In one side, right out the other. Why are we... Three bonus points. Smaller target. All right. So here we go. I got... Um, let's see what time it is. All right. 9.58. So right now, there is a women's 100-meter freestyle final on NBC. Ooh. Um, that's, going, that's happening in Freestyles. one minute. Freestyle is like the regular swimming, right? That's like <laughs> that's like when you like learn to swim, you do the freestyle is what you're doing. Oh, you do breaststroke. No one how do you learn how to sw- dude. You don't learn how freestyle. Do you learn how to swim. With freestyle, you have to you have to go. It's pump. You move pump, the arms over your head. You have to breathe. Like no, dude. It's breaststroke's a much easier stroke. I think I learned freestyle first, though. I don't. Did where I, did you? I, did I learn <laughs> Wait a minute. Can I swim? <laughs> I was about to say, like, do you know how to swim? Jesus, what a nightmare! Just, <laughs> you just stand in pools. You don't know how to move. Honestly, I mean, I'm, I'm much more of a of a breaststroke guy. I, I do not like the which freestyle. One, to be fair, I don't think I know which one the breaststroke is either. It's, is that it's this one. It's like a frog. You're like a frog. What do your legs do? Are they kicking? Are they also frogging? They're frogging. You're frogging. You're a frog. You're frogging? You're frog. Yeah. Okay. And then what's the real complicated one that looks horribly like That's the butterfly. Not efficient. You're thinking of the butterfly. All? That looks terrible. Yeah. That looks hard. Butter- you're just like Butterfly's jumping out tough. of midair while you're swimming. Yeah. The butterfly is a tough one. Um, no, I'm I'm a... I've always been partial to the breaststroke. I think it's because the freestyle, it's tough because you can't like, I can never get enough air 
when I'm doing the freestyle. Yeah, I've been able to figure like, out the breathing like, part. Like, How do you not open your mouth and like water flows in? I'm like, I I'm, like halfway down, I'm like halfway down the lane or whatever, like halfway through the pool. And I'm like, <sighs> oh man. I understand what you said. The breast it does it does make sense. I'm a big fan of doggy paddle myself. Doggy paddle's a it's solid classic. one. Doggy paddle. I'll, to be fair, I also have not been in a pool that's been like I haven't been able to stand in in I don't even know how long. You're not going to so, the YMCA anymore. I haven't ever actually I've ever actually had to swim in quite a while. So maybe I don't know how to swim anymore. Have you not been in the ocean? Aren't you living near an ocean? Yeah, it's cold. And the shocks. It's cold. It's the middle of summer. It is cold up here. It has been chilly. The weather has been less than supreme. It's uh, The low tomorrow is 59. Don't love that. Don't love that. There was a yeah, there was a week where like the high for that week it was like the fourth of July. The high was sixty one. What are we doing? I don't know. New England stinks always. I thought the summers were at least supposed to be nice. Now turns out not so much. Have you just been eating lobster rolls every day? I did have a lobster roll on uh, uh, Saturday. Went down to Newport. Was awesome. Took a ferry, got a lobster roll, and ferried back. Very, very expensive. Very delicious. The the ferry or the lobster roll? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the ferry was not. The ferry round trip was like twenty bucks. It was like an hour and a half each way. Oh, just stupid because it's a big spender. Twenty bucks. Because <laughs> driving there takes forty five minutes. I don't know why I decided to take an hour and a half shuttle. I guess it wasn't a shuttle, it was a ferry, but you know what I mean. It was a boat. It had a bar on it, so that was kind of neat. I mean, yeah, that was, that was my first question. It's like, is there a bar on it? Yes? Okay. Yes, except they were, the serving, they were serving $10 vodka Sprite. I mean, you could have just been like a normal person and gotten like a beer. <laughs> no. I mean, you didn't need to get a vodka Sprite. We're drinking, we're drinking clear liquor. We're on a boat, Brian. Is, is, is that a rule of yours? Yeah, I feel like it's the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like it should yeah, be. Like, if it's I not a boat, I want to be, be drinking like a, a Corona. Oh, like, booze cruise last week. Like, <laughs> all right. So what is drinking all the booze cruise? So I, that, so it wasn't a booze cruise. Beer, beer cruise. Beer is booze. Also, I that, assume Sam Adams more. are are just free everywhere you go. <laughs> uh, you'd think, but they also didn't have a menu, and they didn't like have anything else like sitting out, so I didn't know what they had. You're, you're they, they had a bar in the they, back. What kind of beer they had? The person in front of me said vodka sprite, and I was like, "That does sound delicious." So I got wow. two. Classic, classic sheep math. <laughs> what was that? The Olympics. <laughs> Are you watching the swimming? I, I, I was watching the swimming. Some, they some, swim? some Australian just set an Olympic record. It wasn't Katie Ledecky. It was not. She was not in it. It was um. Oh, okay. A, right. a I'm getting a little concerned. Yeah. White soul. All right. So yeah. Next we got. 
a BMX racing later? That's electric. Ooh. Is it like a race or is it like a freestyle situation? It just says BMX racing. I can't tell. What is judo? Is that fighting? Yeah. Isn't that what Ronda Rousey did before she yeah. did MMA? It's a type of mixed martial art. Yeah. Do you know karate? They have really like headgear and stuff. They're not actually like hitting each other that hard. Seems dumb. Or Taekwondo, I guess, is what they were doing. That was in the Olympics. They're wearing headgear. It feels like that's... Some people get kicked in the face. I don't well, there's, well, there's actually some... some um, I don't know if it's studies or like, you know, thoughts out there where headgear actually makes it more dangerous than without headgear because you basically just don't protect your head. I think it's more so for boxing where it's just because they just like will not protect their head. So they'll just be able to just get like willed in the head. And it's like, <laughs> it's not like thick headgear. Like it's still just like getting like punched in the head. But like, yeah, it's like, there's a lot of that people was, out there. That, that, was, that was a suggestion for football, right? To reduce concussions. Let's just take all the helmets away. Yeah. Like rugby. It was, it was kind of like the yeah. similar thought, like, Look at what rug, rugby does. Let's just do the same thing for football. Yeah, because you can't. So you can't use the helmet as a weapon. But also, yeah. you be running like what are you going to live action meet somebody in the hole and they're just loose domed? Like that's not going to work. It, it'd, be, it'd be different. Like you'd you'd have to like in rugby, you don't tackle them like head up like you do in football. You gotta wrap. Alright, so what you're gonna dive to the side? You're just gonna take a thigh to the face. Yeah. It's not any better. Still wearing pads, though. Like, I don't know. Yeah, you're wearing shoulder pads. Like, your head's still just out there in the open. But you're going to protect it because you're not going to lead with your head. How are you going to protect it from a leg? You can put the head behind the body. They're going to run right through the arm tackle. Good form. You got to learn, learn new form. Learn the rugby form. They have a new form. Oh, hold on. There's a guy... On the best available, his last name is Highland. Yeah, yeah. Bones Highland. Yeah, Bones I'm, Highland. I like him. I need him on if the Sixers. Yeah, if he goes to the Sixers at twenty-eight, honestly, I'm going to be so someone, happy. He's someone I'd like for the Sixers if he makes it that far. No, in the Knicks, they play. What position does he play? Uh, he's They're a combo take guard. It's a VCU. Combo two three. Combo one two. I don't think I know what combo guard is. I don't think I know what the combination is. Point guard, shooting guard. You can play both positions. You're not just like set in stone at one. Like Trey Young's just a point guard. Wouldn't really line him up at shooting guard. He's not big enough. Uh, so one, not two, three. Not a wing. Not only just he can play one and two. He's not like two, three. I yeah, two, three. You could say you could guard forward combo. Yeah, combo forward, guard combo forward, guard forward combo. Paul, like I think of Paul George is like a two three. Yeah, that guy's a one two, not a two three. Bones Highland. Yeah, Bones right. You have another, can you have a son in name of Bones, please? If if I have a son, his name will be Bones. If, especially <laughs> if he's okay. on, especially if this guy's on the Sixers. <laughs> All right, I just I'm glad you had that here on record without talking to Amy first. That really means a lot. Absolutely. <laughs> I just want the Sixers to pick. How long? That's probably when this episode's going to end is when the Sixers pick. 
you're gonna wait. So I can see it. We can get a reaction. We can hate it. Henry's gonna tell this is the best play ever. Yeah. And then we're gonna hate it again, and then we're gonna wrap it up. It's kind of how this is gonna go. But well, how many picks until we're there? So they pick a twenty-eight, and that was just nineteen that went. So. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> so we we gotta yeah, find I mean, something else to talk about. Yeah, got there's, a little there's, bit no, of time. there's no way we're staying on until the Sixers. That <laughs> I mean, it's gonna be late. I really, I looked too fast. I thought it said twenty. I looked too fast. The, the middle of the line in the eight didn't. Maybe they'll trade up. There you hey, go. I, I think we're gonna wait all this time, and they're just gonna trade it away. That's, we wait that's all the time. also likely. That's because oh, they don't. They don't need unless there's someone. I mean, they, there's some players out there that I do like that would be good fits. But oh, you know what's gonna happen? We're gonna end this thing around pick twenty-two, and they're gonna trade up to pick twenty-three, and we're gonna just miss it. That's I'm gonna be furious. Equally as valid. Hey, that's business, baby. Um, so the Friday news dumps. I feel like we joke about this a lot. A lot of shit always pops off on Fridays because we were released this on Friday, record on Thursday night. Last Friday, the Cleveland Indians decided. Then we're going to become the Guardians, and it's the stupidest team name of all time. It's a terrible team name. Brian, as a, re- Brian, as a, as a resident, somewhat Indians fan, sorry, Cleveland fan, you get it. Guardians fan. What are the thoughts? Guardians fan. Is your mom who's from Cleveland, correct? Yeah. Is she, is she outraged? Um, I... Does she have any idea? She she definitely knows about it, but I haven't asked her her opinion on it. I honestly forgot about it. I saw her since it has, hap- has happened, and I just kind of forgot about it because it was such a boring, terrible name that it was like 30 minutes after I like read about it. I was just like – it just was out of my mind because it was just so like unmemorable. Um, but it's just, just an all-time terrible name. Um such a stupid logo too. Just the whole. It looks artwork. like it looks like a, a youth league travel ball logo. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I get why they had to change the Indians. Um, I was like, sad do... to see the Indians go, just because. I mean, I used to. The Indians fan. The old, the old school games. Indians are just you know have have a fond place in my heart. The the Jim Tomey Indians where I. Fell in oh, love with baseball. Um, Jim Tomey hits bombs. Yeah, but was he like sixth all time in home runs? Yeah, He's something up like that. I have his autograph. My dad met him in a uh, hotel lobby in Florida once. The more you know. Pretty sweet. The more you know. So we'll, all right. So like, we don't normally praise the Washington football team around here. But the whole renaming process, I feel like they're really doing it well. No, by like taking the, the a way year, that they, the way taking they two years, and like too. just just because just because it. Cleveland picked a shitty name should not give Washington the benefit That's of the true. doubt do, for just we do for just figure not out what name. It's just like we just because they just decided to not do picks. something that should not give them the benefit of the doubt. I agree. We'll wait to see what Washington picks because they pick a stupider name, then they did it way worse. We're gonna name their team like but, the Snyder's, like the, the, the Washington Snyder's. Like honestly, that'd be electric. <laughs> They're gonna be sponsored by the pretzels. <laughs> uh, we talked about it. They should have just changed their team name to the Washington Redskin Potatoes. I mean, it writes itself. Keep the colors. 
change the logo to a spud, and all of a sudden you're selling French fries and vodka at your games, and it writes itself. Keep all your gear. Right? You just got to write potatoes on it somewhere. Problem solved. I think I'd buy the gear, like, ironically. You'll send, just send everybody a potato patch. Like, not like something you grow in the ground, like a patch you stole on your shirt. Problem I, solved. I, I don't know if I, have, I can support a team that's having Mr. and Mrs. Potato Head run around the sidelines <laughs> trying to hype everybody up. <laughs> Where they keep all the footballs in the back of Mr. Potato Head. <laughs> That'd be and they need new football that's pulled out they Mr. Throw potato. Big, they Mr. Throw potato big six he puts on the angry eyes. <laughs> Honestly, the more and more you're talking about it, this is this sounds like electric. Sounds so much, <laughs> I want Mr. Mr. Potato Head on the sideline of a game somewhere. <laughs> Man, because I want somebody to like, score a touchdown and tackle him and like his like his like feet fly off. I think that'd be awesome. We might be solved that. We'll give uh oh, what is their president's name? Dan Snyder. Uh, no, not that he's like not even the owner anymore. Do you like sell everything to his wife or something? They have a guy who's like the VP of football operations or something, or their team president, maybe, who's a former player who's a real smart guy who I do not remember what his name is. Jason I know who you're talking about. I forget his name too. Yeah. Um, Jason Wright. It was Jason. I fucking crushed it. Um, yeah, he feels like he knows what he's doing. He's got his head on straight, figuring it out. So I trust him to not pick something stupid. But it feels like I've not seen a team name yet that they've like thought, announced that they're like thinking about that hasn't also seemed very stupid. I bet you they go to Dan Snyder like every day with like, hey, how about this? And he goes, no. No, I hate it. He's like, he, he's like, is is it racist towards Native Americans? If the answer is no, then I don't want it. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Those, it's the one qualification that I have. It must be racist yeah. towards Native Americans. If it's not, like, we're not. Yeah, that's it. the whole reason we're ch- changing our name. And he's like, I don't. That's the I don't oh, care. Give me God. what I want. <laughs> I'm buying the Indians too. They're not the Indians anymore. Um, <laughs> what if that's what he What did? if he just he takes the Indians? Yeah. He, becomes, he becomes the <laughs> president worry, of like trademarked Florida. anymore, so he's just like, oh yeah, that sounds good. It's like he becomes, he becomes like this uh, president of Florida State. It's like the Seminole doesn't really count. It's like yeah, they do the chop. It counts. <laughs> I could so that'd be such a Dan Snyder move. Just like, oh, the Indians are available. Yeah, let's make that our team name. That's ours now. Yeah, we'll take that. Don't change anything. Take Chief Wahoo and everything. I'll give it to me. Bring the logo back. Um, so I have the list in front of me of the names um, that Washington fans were asked to choose from. So I guess it's going to be kind of like a fan vote, sort of. But I think they're kind of going to trim it down there just- and then. Yeah, I mean, they're just saying it's like going to be a fan vote. Do you want to hear what the names are that they're considering? Yes. The Aces. Terrible. Yeah. Uh, uh, yes or a no? No. Henry's just shaking his head. This is a podcast. No. It's a audio. Baseball your ass name. no. Uh, the Ambassadors. Terrible. No. Wow. The Anchors. No. What? <laughs> no. Uh, the Archers. No. It's better, but it's okay. no. 
the Armada. No, don't I mean, hate I it. it. I'm a fan it. of team oh. names that don't have an S at the end. Washington Armada. First off, sounds like a soccer team, but the Aviators. Everyone's just wearing sunglasses. Are all of these with the letter A? <laughs> no, it's in alphabetical order. I'm about to go to B. Okay. The Beacons. A was there with the most of them. There's only a couple Bs, and all of a sudden it starts dropping down. The Beacons? No. No. The Belters? What, what? the hell? It seems like a terrible that, name. Some, is that someone who makes <laughs> belts or someone who belts Somebody people? who hits people with belts, yeah. Oh, Adrian Peterson. Did you belt someone? Is that hitting somebody with a belt? Yeah, he did play for them. Um, the yeah, Brigade. I don't know why there's so many like ship themes. I don't think DC's that, on that's a major body of water. Where, where's all the ships, ship themes? They're like the sailors, the, like, the boatmen. Yeah. It's like, no well, the brigade. I mean, next, is, next is the commanders. Isn't it landlocked? I mean, it's on the Potomac. It's on the Potomac, but I, mean, I don't they think... They weren't sailing armadas in the Potomac, were they? I don't think so. Just like Civil War battleships. Uh, the Defenders. Can we bring back the DC I mean, that's Defenders? Just, that's just the DC Defenders. Yeah, they're yeah. just like people like the DC Defenders. We're just gonna do. I mean, same thing. Like yep. so, the Archers. That was another XFL team name. Yep. Um, we got. We also got the Demon Cats. Okay, that's. <laughs> I like that. Now we're getting somewhere. Now we're getting somewhere. Now, now also, we're making uh, some progress. There's also the first city football club. They'd be FCFC. The first city football club? They're not the first city. They're not the first. Aren't they located in? They're not located they're in, in D.C. They're in Landover. Yeah. Yeah, but they're still the Washington football team. The Washington. Are they going to be the Washington first city football club? Or are they going to drop the Washington part too? That's That'd be such a mouthful. I hope they wouldn't do that. Then there's the Griffins. Okay, I kind of like that. Isn't that like half eagle, half horse? Lion. Half eagle, half lion. That's not a thing. Half eagle, half lion? Yeah, not horse. Wouldn't that just be like a Pegasus? <laughs> oh, maybe that's what I was thinking of. I think you're thinking of the um, the animal from Harry the, Potter. That's 100% what I'm thinking of. Oh, that's that you're, part you're of the of eagle? That. Okay. I was thinking of like a lion's head on an eagle, and I was like, I don't think that's a thing. Yeah, that would not work. Why you? Why would you assume that? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't it's know. like the least intimidating of the the mix. That's just where my head went. I thought it was gonna be like <laughs> just, a big bird a flying bird around with a lion's head. head. <laughs> yeah, it looks awfully top heavy. I don't think that's gonna be able to work. But it's the other things, way. Okay, things that's just flying through the air. And it just just can't stop face planting. <laughs> just can't stop face planting. Uh, so there's the Guardians, which I guess is now out the window because <laughs> what if both Native American teams are now the Guardians? Honestly, I would respect that if, if Washington was just <laughs> I like... Would, I, would I wouldn't put it past Dan Snyder. He just he just seems like the guy... Dan like, Snyder... I like the ring of that. Is a bit of a buffoon. Then we got the Icons. Snakes. No. The Majors. No. no. These, these sound like if you're like 
They sound like the made-up names when you're creating a team in Madden. Yeah, like, not even Madden, because Madden has, like, more realistic names than this. It's like when you're creating a team in, like, NFL Street 3. (laughs) They made an NFL Street 3? Uh, Was it awesome? I I thought they did. Maybe they did. I I might be thinking of NBA Street 3. Either way, good for you. Then there's the pilots. Stinks. The presidents. Let me stop me when you stop me when you hear a good one. We'll put it this way. All right. Presidents, the Razorbacks, the Red Tails. I, the I like Red the Red Bulls. Tails. Yeah, I like them. Like the Hawks. Yeah, well, Red Tails. I don't know. Oh. Sounds good. Red Tails are good. Red Wolves. I don't understand that one. Also good. I mean, I like Red Wolves. The Red Hogs. I can get behind Red Hogs. I can get behind Red I Hogs. Like the, I don't like the red part, but I like the hogs part. Yeah. Uh, the Renegades. Not uh, terrible. Riders. Isn't that another um, XFL like team name? Like the Steelers. That's the Steelers thing. That, that's the song, Renegade. But... <laughs> All right. It's the Renegade. Well, I mean, it's like, um, it's a song. I mean, Stand by. Um, the Riders, the Rising, the Royals, the Rubies, the Swifts. The Rubies. That would be the worst name. <laughs> what? What professional sport would the team name be the Rubies and it wouldn't be that weird? Baseball. Cricket? Yeah. Badminton? Handball? Oh, definitely handball. <laughs> I could see like Australian football, the yeah. Perth Rubies. I could see it. Uh, rugby. Yeah. Uh, the, the Warriors. Yeah, I like the alliteration. The Washington D.C. Football Club. I, I think would it's be just the, tough uh, a lot of these are like the same as like other sports teams. D- it's like the D.C.F.C. The Washington Capital City Football Club, the CCFC. Nah. I think they got to get away from the football club business. Yeah, that's it's too much. That's too much. Like I'm not going to say the yeah. WCFC. I'm not going to say. I'm not going to yeah. say that. Uh, then they have the Wayfarers. That's a thing. Sponsored by Wayfair. Wasn't Wayfair, wasn't Wayfair the company that was like shipping kids inside of like boxes and stuff? <laughs> yes, allegedly. Yeah. Good. All right, yeah, that's probably one you want to tie yourself to. Uh, the Wild Hogs feels like that should be the winner. I do like hogs because you know it fits in with the, the pigskin theme. Yeah, which I don't understand. Is that where the pigs? Is that where like the pig noses come from? Because the football's a pigskin. Is that kind of where that came from? I don't know. What are you t- What are you talking about? Like Washington fans, like they wear like pig snouts and stuff. Like in no, the they stands. used to. They used to be. I thought their offensive line used to be like the hogs. I don't know. Looks like they were playing with the pigskin. After that, it just says thirty-two FC. Yeah, and the hogs were given to the offensive line of the Redskins during the nineteen eighties and early nineties. Renowned for their ability to control the line of scrimmage, the Hogs helped the Redskins win three Super Bowls. So it was, I'm assuming it's a playoff of that. 
the fake noses. Yes, that's probably a better bet than uh, the pigskin. Than than, than just yeah, slinging the pigskin around. Uh, then the next one for Wild Hog, it just says thirty-two FC, and then parentheses W thirty-two. I don't know what that means or how that's a team name. So like the year they're founded or something. I was thinking there's 32 football teams. That's who? I mean, that, that's just a losing I, name. I don't even understand how to read it. And then they're also considering just sticking with football team. I do like the football team, like, ring. I don't know. I don't know why. So what did we – uh, the Demon Cats? Is that where we – is that where we ended? D- I see. Demon, Demon Cats, hogs. Wild Hogs. Demon Hogs. Demon cats. There wasn't – Demon Hogs wasn't an option. Could be. Well, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> it was the wild hogs or the demon cats or the red tail. I vote demon hogs too. I like it. What pick are we at? 22. 22? I can't do it. I'm not going to be able to yeah. make it all the way to the Sixers pick. There's just not enough sports to talk about. It's not going to be that exciting. Anything happen in football? Aaron Rodgers is back. Does that mean anything? Uh, Jets, Jets finally, or uh, Zach Wilson finally signed. He was the last remaining first round pick to sign. That's good. That's, that's missed, a good. That's good. Missed two days of practice because the Jets just decided to try to play hardball with their only good quarterback on the isn't, roster. I mean, isn't, they the, have, isn't the contract like locked in? Like he's only he can only make this amount. It's locked in, but they were they were um, haggling over. Offset language, which is basically if for some reason the Jets cut him and he signs with another team, then they would be able to recoup some of the salary that he's making with the other team to like recoup some of their losses. And then they were also haggling over when they were going to pay out his bonus because all of it's guaranteed. And like Trevor Lawrence got all of his within. I think 15 days of signing or 30 days of signing. And, you know, most players just want it all within the first year, but some teams want to defer it into the second year for salary cap purposes. But it's very odd that the Jets were haggling over that because when they drafted Darnold, they gave him all of his money 30 days. So it was kind of like, what are we doing here, guys? I think the thought was maybe that didn't work out as well as we planned. So let's. But it, but it doesn't matter. They would have had to give him that money regardless. I mean, it it you never, you know, push it out over all four years. It's like one year or two years. Right. No, I know what you mean. I think maybe they thought we gave Darnold money and then. Well, I don't know. I don't know what. It's also. It's also. It's also ridiculous because they don't have a. They don't have a player on their roster who's ever thrown an NFL pass. So it's like – Who's their back? like um, James Petty? Morgan and oh. um, Mike White. Did he play – like – did he play JMU? Uh, um, he played FAU, James Morgan. Oh. I think it's Mike White. Yeah. Mike White. He co-wrote School of Rock, fun fact. Mike White was on the Cowboys, right? Like a minute. Yeah, Mike Mike White and James Morgan. James Morgan 
um, was the fourth round pick last year, and everyone was very pissed. Um, and let's see, Mike White. Yeah, he was on the Cowboys. Good call. He went to South Florida and Western Kentucky combo. Western Kentucky, that's the red turf? No, that's uh, Eastern Washington. It's Eastern Washington. Yeah, but Kentucky, yeah, they don't have Kentucky a, they don't have a single quarterback who's ever thrown a pass, and they were playing hardball with you know, their week one starter. Another another quarterback who's never thrown a pass. Well, they're the number two pick, and it's like the guy who's going to start for them week one, and they're like, oh, yeah, we're just going to have you miss the first two days of camp. Is he going to stink? No, he's going to be dynamite. What don't you get about the Mormon Mahomes? Uh, I, I think most of it. I don't I don't get it. He he was the best quarterback in NCAA off of play action, a staple of the LaFleur 49ers offense that the Jets will be running. And also he's sneaky athletic. I think he had the most red zone rushing touchdowns for a quarterback. I love the sneaky athletic for any every white quarterback. It's like Mac Jones, sneaky athletic. Zach Wilson actually is. Yeah. <laughs> like Mac Jones, like he's not like Zach Wilson. I, I shouldn't even say I don't sneaky think Mac athletic. Jones knows actually, how you know, to I'm, run. I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust that. He's just athletic. He's not sneaky athletic. He's just athletic. All right, I can work with that. I feel like Mac Jones runs like he's wearing like flippers on his feet all the time. I just feel like that's how his run stroke is. He's wearing clogs. He's he's scared yeah. that if he runs too fast, his, his shoes are gonna fall off. He's got the he's got the Crocs in the two wheel drive mode. Yeah, he hasn't converted his Crocs to sport mode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still yeah. They're not in four wheel drive yet. He's definitely going to stink, right? Um, fingers crossed. Henry, Mac Jones, good? No good? I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad. Don't even say it. But I, I don't see him being like, holy, holy crap, we, this guy's awesome. Probably just be like a run-of-the-mill quarterback, like someone you're like, oh, yeah, that guy's – I'll, I'll take him, sure. Who's going to end up with the better career when it's all said and done? Mac Jones or Jay Cutler? I mean, I hate Jay Cutler, so I have to say Mac Jones. So, I think Jay Cutler is a, I feel like that's a pretty. I feel like that's a pretty good comparison. To... That, that honestly is a pretty good comparison. I, but I, don't, I think they're different if it, players. If he I think it's, Jay Cutler, are the Patriots happy? Like, same like, – same, not like the absence of like same career numbers. I think they're happy. Yeah. I think like he's more Kirk Cousins. I think it's like, mm-hmm. I think he's I kind of that. like, I think if his floor and ceiling are both Kirk Cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree with that. It's like, I, I, don't, I, don't I, hate that. I don't hate that at all. I like, I don't see him being like this like superstar just because. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess like there are instances where it's like they don't have like certain measurables or like certain like arm strength, but it's like 
don't know. He's just kind of like, you know, a, a good quarterback who's going to, you know, run the system and not really, he's not going to win you many games, but he's not going to lose you many games. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what the Patriots need. And, you know, if they are able to continue their success, um, but I don't think it's going to be like, I don't think he's going to be like this, like world beater. I can see that. Um, going back to the NBA draft, because I saw that on the team in front of me. The Rockets picked a guy, Usman Garuda. Is he out of Spain? Yeah. Give me something. He's energy. He is a small center. He's all of 6'8". You know, he, he plays like he's 7'2". So, you know, they're so really... Like, uh, who is that? Eric like Gordon, the... P.J. Tucker? Which one of those guys was like a 6'5 center down in Houston? PJ. Is he PJ yeah. Tucker? Is that what we're getting? Is here? he, is he no. like a Montrez Harold type? I'd yeah, I'd say he's more along a Montrez Harold like archetype, something like that. Maybe not as explosive because Montrez can jump, but this dude is just energy and you know, maybe in time because Houston, they're just they're taking projects. They're just gonna take people that defense? they think in the long run. What? Is he a defensive guy? He's a solid defender. I wouldn't say he's like a bad one. I so say this guy, he can, he can hold his own. But he's with not, but he's not Ben Wallace. No, he but he can hold he could hold his own with people bigger than him. That's for sure. I never understood that why they called Big Ben Wallace Big Ben. He was a center that was like six eight. Because he played like he was like seven two. Yeah, but just call him Ben. You know. Well, that's not a good nickname, um, <laughs> Ben. Fi- <laughs> final thing here about the NBA draft: When are they finally going to be like, oh, we got to wait? for the trade to, like, be legit. Like, start handing the guys the hats of the teams they're ending up on. Yeah, right? Like, no one wants that picture. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, I'd never – like, Kobe in a horn. Right, like, mm-hmm. or like, yeah, like, Luca's in a Hawks hat. Mm-hmm. And Trey Young's in a Maverick hat. Yeah, they got to, like – they got to start, like, they basically – like trade, putting... give them the hat. Well, they, they got to start putting the, um, the stage, like, you know, just, like, a mile away from – where the players are stationed. So it's Why? just you you just you just like have like just these guys like take like a 15 minute walk like <laughs> to get to the stage and it's like by the like they think that they're gonna be on like the rockets, but when they get up there, it's like, nope, you're on the jazz now, buddy. So you see a guy start like running and then he realizes it's still like two and a half miles to go, and he's like okay, he's like turns around and walks back to the table, it's like I'll wait for another team. <laughs> That'd be good. That'd be I a good it. test of heart. You really want to play for this team? Go run a couple miles. <laughs> I think you'd have a lot of people been like, you know what? Nah, I'm good. I'll wait. Yeah. It would also be good if, like, once they got up there, that's where they were. So if it was like teams were like trying to like work out the deal and they were like, slow down. And he's like, he's like, he's like, oh shit, I don't want to go to the Knicks. You start seeing him like sprinting. People like it's like an option course. People are trying to slow him down so he can be there when their team's ready. How is Houston still on the clock? Didn't they just make a pick? They have so many they got, picks. They got two. They, they have, got two they in have, a row. They have back to back. Yeah. When's Bones Highland getting picked? It should be around here. I I mean, if he falls to the Sixers, I think that's great. What are the chances we take? Uh, 
The guy from the guard from Illinois. Dasumu, yeah. Um, that's that in the pretty high. Cause it, what? Is that how his last name is pronounced? Yeah, Ayo Dasumu. I mean, there's so many players out here right now that I love. I absolutely love and would be great on the Sixers. All right. So you were right about Maxi last year. Yes. About when we took him, you said, good player, good value. You probably would have gone higher if March Madness had happened because more people would have seen him. Yes. Which I would agree. I feel like based on last year and how he played, it wouldn't have been surprising if, you know, March Madness happened, Kentucky made a run, he ended up being, you know, somewhere on that 10th pick. Yes. So, who is the Sixers going to take and that's going to be a stud? So then I can officially say he's done it three years in a row. I mean, you know, with how many picks it is, what is it, five picks now to go? And there's still so much talent out there. I can give you a couple names. Give me a couple. All right. Give me your top three. Give me top three. Top three fit or top three? Top three. Top three you want the Sixers to get. Hmm. You can, okay. you can take your time. You can we can give you a second to think here. We don't okay. need this is not a top top of the head show because you actually came prepared and probably did more work for this show than Brian and I have done for all of our shows combined. Okay. <laughs> so I mean, I used to have notes going into shows like during football season. I have notes for like lines and like kind of maybe want to make sure I like bets. I want to make sure that I talk about like those kind of stuff. But like, yeah. Well, all right. So football on is the kind of just like hot topic stuff. So yeah. I didn't really need notos for that. So with five picks. Right, give me three. There's five players I really like. I'm just gonna say honorable mentions: Miles right. McBride and uh, Bones Island. God honorable damn mentions. it! Uh, but in front of him is uh, Sharif Cooper out of Auburn. Uh, he got a late. He got a. He's a point guard. He's a six-one point guard. He got a late start because he had a whole like feud with Auburn about. I don't remember what about. So he didn't play until about halfway through the season. Um, but the dude is Trey Young without the shooting, and his shot oh, is not stinks. broken. No, because he's still he Young the, the shooting. He led the nation in assists per game. He averaged ten assists per game. He's he's really really good. He's just you know, and if we're gonna get rid of Ben Simmons, he's someone that would be. We're gonna get another guard that can't shoot. But he will shoot, and I think his shot will get better. Yeah, because he literally give me joined. Bones the team. Give me Bones Highland the instead. Well, he joined the team mid-season, so I think his shooting probably was a little lower than it was. So I think he has a lot of room to improve because, again, his jump shot, it doesn't look broken. All right. So if you're going to replace Ben Simmons, assists, it's all there. Uh, All right. Next next would be Jared Butler uh, of the uh, national champion Baylor Bears. He's a 6'3 point guard, junior. Uh, he reminds me of Malcolm Brogdon. You know, he's not going to do anything flashy, but he's a good. Was Malcolm Brogdon a later pick? Malcolm Brogdon was a second round pick, only second round second pick, round one rookie of the year. Was, and that was the same year. But the other three were what? Dario and Joel, right? Yes, yes, and you know, I think Brogdon was a junior or senior when he came out too. Yeah. So it's funny and that B, well, that was Bede only played nineteen games that year, right? So that's why yeah, he didn't get it. Super low number. I really thought Dario had a chance there. Really thought the homie was going to get it. Mm-hmm. It's a shame. But, yeah, uh, Butler reminds me a lot of Brogdon. Not flashy, but has a really good skill set of just shooting, distributing, defense. And it, and it will probably take a couple of years as it took, you know, Brogdon to really find his, you know, stride the way he is right now. Because he was a good as a rookie, and then he kind of, a couple of years, he kind of. He, he's a good. 
But like he will be like an impact player from day one. Like you know, Brogdon won rookie year. He wasn't a scrub, but he never yeah. he was like ten points or you know, something real low like that. And I could see Jared Butler doing the same. All right, then who's numero uno? Improves year over year and like comes in, plays well right away, and don't do it. I know what you're doing. Don't do it. I know. Don't do it. Well, you want someone like that? So... I know what I know what he's saying. Don't do it. I know what, what he's saying. Don't, no, who's the, who's your number one? I mean, my number one is Cam Thomas. You need a shot of Ben Simmons right there. All right, Brian, you could let Ben out of this. I could have. You didn't need to take an addition. You need to take an additional shot at him just now. <laughs> I'm, ju- I'm just, I'm just number one guy that, guy that comes in and proves that's something that this team could could use. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Who's number one? My number one, and it, I think it works fit-wise too, is Cam Thomas out of LSU. He's a shooting guard, 6'4", freshman. Um, dude was the leading scorer among all freshmen in all of college this year. Averaged, I think, 22 points a game. Uh, the dude just lives to light up, light up the scoreboard. Dude so is he, just out there. Yeah, he scores. He shoots. He does it all. His percentages aren't there, but that's because he shoots every shot. <laughs> he was. Uh, does he? It, does he create his own shot, or does he? Yes. A yes. He, guy? he is going to get the buck if he gets the rock. He's so, shooting it. He will get his own shot. Compare him to Shake Milton. How similar, like, comparable? I'd compare him. Shake can more. create his own shot. Create, Shake can shoot. I assume like, next year is going to be Shakes. Last year on the Sixers, I assume some team's going to pay him. Not like a hundred million dollars like, or anything like that. Like but I can see a well. team. I don't think he's got like yeah, he's got like a three-year like cheap deal. He's going to be good trade bait. But um, uh, but I, I like I always want him to get a chance. Like I want the team to sh- to shoot him like you know, a three for forty-five and give him the opportunity to be the starting point guard. So I think Shake can play really well. But go back to uh. I think Cam Thomas is like like a sixth man role. Like uh Lou like Will. Devontae or, Graham. Um, you say Devontae Graham, yeah. Like someone who's just gonna go and get a bucket. Lou Williams. Jamal Crawford. I would not hate dribbling. I would but not like, hate bringing oh Jamal Crawford. Saying, like, this guy's this guy's Jamal Crawford. I am and scoring, like scoring wise. Like he's not really gonna not someone you want in the starting line because he's just gonna jack up shots, but like that's somewhere the Sixers struggled this year was bench scoring, like they, unplayable in the playoffs because no one, no one's shooting the ball, no one's taking the shot. You put him in this team, he's going, oh yeah, give me the rock, I want it, give me it. I'm Sixers shooting. Bench was weird this year because there so, were times they were the worst bench of all time. There are other times where it was like, I think our bench could make the playoffs, exactly. but we were never just like steady, just good. We we're right. horrible. Or we're beating the other, like our bench is beating the team. Yeah, and that's because there's no no focal point. There's no focal point on that bench. There's no one on that team who's like, yeah, where the offense is, you know, kind of around him. Whereas, like, in the starters, you know, the offense is around Embiid and Simmons and Toby. But on the bench, it's like, I don't know, would shake Milton sometimes, Maxi sometimes. Like, it's, you know, Dwight's not going to do anything. He's only going to get rebounds. So this guy is just someone who's going to be like, I want to score. Give me the rock. I'm going to score. And I, that's what they need. And I think fit, 
and potential wise, because again, he's only a freshman. He's someone they need right now and long term. All right. Let's uh I mean, do we still get out of here now? At this point, do we? At this point, do we? Oh no! All right, in that case, case we're getting out of here. In that case, we're getting out of here. I thought if Bones was still around, maybe we'd hang on because Sixers are just in a couple of picks here. But Bones Island, the hope has come and gone. Well, I guess you can tell Amy she's lucky. You don't have to uh, name your next child Bones. I'm pissed. Could if you wanted to. Would have been an electric name. Yeah. Grayson Bones. <laughs> I think it fits. Well, let's it keep fits that one in the back pocket. Maybe another Bones Highland will come around in the draft. Bones Jr. <laughs> Bones Jr. Um, all right. Well, we're going to get out of here because I'm – I don't feel like going around. Henry, appreciate you coming on. Um, you have taught us a lot. Yeah, I don't know why you spend so much time on professional or college basketball and studying players, but I appreciate the fact that you do. So I don't have to do it because I didn't know anything about any. You're just naming people. You could have been making up names that entire time. Honestly, I, I he could have. <laughs> none of these things could, you could, have, could be true. This I, could I, I, don't, I don't know. This could, this could come out, and you could have been making stuff up the whole time. And one, good on you for that creativity. But this, I mean, this 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 was dynamite. We're getting we're getting uh analysis of the late late round late first round picks all right well then let's get one final question who's going to be a second round pick that's going to become a solid player yeah just had to pick one just as a parting word just had to pick one someone's gonna we'll go obviously since we're talking about this in the first round's not over yet but who's a probably going to be a second round pick that you could see having a good a good run at it. I'll stay local for this one, I guess. And I, I'm not going to say he's going to be like great, but I think he'll have like a 10 year career. Jeremiah it's, Robinson Earl. It's Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Yes. I, I, I think he, he does enough of, you know, everything where it's like if you plugged him in on like, like I had Sixers? in my mind, I'm, I'm going to the Suns because I just think he'd be a great fit for the Suns just kind of, you know, defending, rebounding, you know, dishing the ball back out. Because that's what they didn't have on the bench in the playoffs is yeah. a good backup center who could do that, like Aiton. And I think he's, the, like, uh, Aiton light. So the, the Suns got your boy, Landry Shamit, today. Yeah, that's that's a good pickup, too. My, I mean, my I favorite know. tweet every year when Landry Shamit gets traded is just the list of teammates that he's had. Oh, he's going to have so many by time his career is over. His, it's in his fourth year. He's had Joel, uh, Ben, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, uh, Kawhi, Paul George, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, James Harden, now Devin Booker. If Chris Paul comes back with Chris Paul as well. It's unbelievable. That's, that's ridiculous, too. He, he's definitely that's learning a thing or two. As well, I mean, you got his basketball IQ right now has to be through the roof. It's only going to get Bring higher too. All right, I think that's it. Appreciate y'all listening. Um, we will uh, we'll talk to y'all next week.